Hello, it's Denise from Women Beyond a Certain Age. And today, going into our holiday season, I want to read a story from my catering career. And it's entitled, Blowing Out the Candles. You can sometimes learn as much by attending others' parties as you do by hosting your own. You aren't under any stress. Your only responsibilities are to dress up, show up, mingle with friends, and taste the delightful new treats. The first moments of every party are magical to me. Preparation and atmosphere collide, and you can feel the excitement in the air. After many years of entertaining, personally and professionally, my first impressions are always trustworthy. My most memorable one is from a Christmas party years ago. I remember thinking as I walked into the room how bright and glittery the votive candles were. It occurred to me that those candles lining the floor along every wall spelled trouble. But it was not my event. I told myself I was just being a worrier. The party was hosted by one of my celebrity clients who throws a tray chic, tray expensive Christmas party every year. As a nice gesture, she generously invites everyone who works on her team. Her family is in attendance, as are her accountants, assistant, agents, publicists, makeup artists, hair weavers, designers, decorators, you name a position, and those who fill it are invited. It's a company party, and we all support the brand. The guests wear homemade name tags so that names and faces finally connect. Often you just do business with the name and never see the face, making for instant camaraderie. On this particular occasion, the party was held at Granito, Wolfgang Puck's Malibu restaurant. My client had rented the entire space for the night and a hundred people arrived right on time. There were cocktails and pizza on the patio. And then we moved into the dining room where flower arrangements, party favors, and the guest gifts were stacked high on every table. It was a lovely sight. Starch white linens, white roses, buffed wine glasses, and thousands of votive candles shedding flickering light everywhere. One of the publicists, the legend, as she's called in Los Angeles, bigger than Pat Kingsley, in case you're trying to guess, who is almost as famous as her clients, arrived late, but had requested that I save a seat for her. I did. Larger than life, a cell phone to each ear, and constantly talking, she slid into her chair, draped in her Armani cashmere shawl, immediately ordering champagne and requesting more pizza. The legend settled in to get the lay of the land. We sat with our backs to the wall, a trick you quickly learn in LA when you don't wish to be surprised or have people sneaking glances behind your ears, checking for tiny facelift scars. The legend was carrying a beautifully wrapped gift, a very expensive box. The French label spoke volumes. Obviously a present for our hostess and too fragile to send ahead. It was tucked carefully under her seat as she waited to present it. Our hostess made a point of getting to every table to say hello and thank yous, but we knew there would be private time with her later. The dinner was part buffet and part sit down. Space in the room was tight with tables, chairs, guests, a five piece band and 20 waiters passing tray upon tray of taste sensations and many, many bottles of wine. 
Wines had been carefully selected, great California bottles, made to be easily drunk and drunk with pleasure. Having worked in the Napa Valley several times as a chef, I knew them all and I drank them all. It was not a problem. As the legend and I had a designated driver, the windy highway up to Malibu is trying enough without oodles of champagne and wine. And who can forget the infamous mugshot of Nick Nolte? The grand bash was underway. It was the smell of the burning Armani that first signaled trouble. You'd think cashmere would smell better than, say, newspaper, but no, pricey smoke smells just as bad. The ribbons on the expensive package tucked under the legend's seat were the next victims of the floorboard votive candles. It was quite the blaze. The party was in full swing, noisy and crowded. Unfortunately, the few of us who noticed the burning package were absolutely frozen with fear and seemed to have lost the good sense to scream. Instead, we wildly waved our arms pointing at the flaming package. And then from across the room strolled a tall, beautifully dressed assistant. He scooped up the box, carried it to the patio, jumped on it with his expensive Prada loafers, stomping the fire into submission. He now had everyone's attention. The legend put down one of her phones. Oh my God, she yelled, be careful. There are Limoges glasses in that box. Well, I thought, not anymore. Remember that? <laughs> you, you witnessed it, Miss Cindy. You were there. Yeah, I was right there. That was quite exciting. Exciting. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Womenbeyondacertainage.com.